At University of Virginia Health System, we're for sharing the latest health information from top minds to keep you and your family healthy. With UVA Health System Radio, here's Melanie Cole. Each year, Poison Centers manage numerous exposure cases during Halloween and Halloween-related substances like candy, glow sticks, and special cosmetics. My guest today is Dr. Christopher Holsteg. He's the director in the Division of Medical Toxicology at UVA and the co-medical director of the Blue Ridge Poison Center. Welcome to the show, Dr. Holsteg. So what risks exist to kids and adults celebrating Halloween in terms of toxicology in your specialty? Uh, having been a parent of six children and having gone through this many times personally, as well as many years of working with a poison center, very rare to have problems from a toxicology standpoint. So those days when we used to hear that people put things in the candy and, you know, it doesn't happen quite as much as people might realize. No, it does not. It's very rare that those occur. And uh, I think most people are very safe in regards to what they're putting in their mouths. That's great to hear for parents, certainly, but there are some other hazards from the emergency medical standpoint that happen at Halloween that as parents we have to worry about. Now, the first one I think about when our kids get a little older and they can go out on their own, Dr. Holsteg, the cars and traffic and running across streets to get to the next house. Correct, and I agree with you on that. Uh, You know, it's dark out. Uh, Kids are going from house to house. Uh, There's impediments that may be in yards, uh, for example, that they don't see. In fact, I can remember one time when I was walking with a group of kids as a parent, uh, he walked right into a black mailbox, never saw it. So making sure that they're paying attention to where they're walking, not looking at their cell phones, which certainly will blind them as they're walking, uh, wearing reflective items. Uh, We always used to hand out, for example, glow sticks to the kids so that they would have those on them so hopefully cars and others would see them. So back to the toxicology for a second with glow sticks. If those things leak, which they do quite often, and they get on you, is that stuff dangerous? No. In fact, if you look, uh, majority of the time, uh, the glow sticks that you buy in the United States are kids safe and they're not going to cause a problem uh, from a toxicology standpoint. Uh, You can always look in the package to make sure that's indeed true. Okay, so we're not going to be as worried about the candy, but cars and traffic, certainly making sure our children are seen, that the cars can see them and that they know really where they're going and what's in front of them. And what about some of the things that they use to get into costume? There's cosmetics and contact lenses that have different colors. Do you have a a feeling about any of those? Yeah, I think you need to be careful on what's in uh, you know, the mask, for example, things that are causing visual impediments so that they can't see well, uh, which will also put them at risk for uh, running into things or not having good peripheral vision when they're crossing streets. Um, contact lenses, uh, you have to be careful. Some of them are meant more for adults versus kids. I would talk to the store you're buying it from to make sure it's kid-appropriate. Um, Other things on costumes, even things that cause costumes to light up, uh, they need to be careful with. And certainly in very young kids, some of those small batteries, if they come out, they can put them in their mouth and swallow them, and that can be a big deal. And what about carving pumpkins? Because now they've got these new kind of knives, but in the day, would you see kids getting hurt from doing this, or do the parents mostly do it? What about that? Yes, uh, absolutely. Uh, We did see kids and still do see kids getting hurt from that. Uh, using the knives. I think most parents are very careful. The kids want to carve their own pumpkins. 
Uh, they have these great carving knives that you can get now that are serrated and blunt uh, that are much lower risk than, say, a steak knife uh, that you may take out of your kitchen. But uh, the kids just aren't used to using those knives, and it may suddenly slip through and cut uh, them, and we certainly have seen plenty of injuries from that in the past. And while we're just talking about Halloween and Halloween safety, let's just delve a little bit into the nutrition factor. You're a doctor. What do you tell your kids and your friends' kids about maybe eating before they go out or eating candy while they're walking? Just the whole general idea of Halloween. Well, it's a fun time for kids. Uh, they get a large array of candies and sh- and uh, many <laughs> full of sugar. Uh, absolutely. They should eat a filled meal before they go out uh, so that they'll be at least somewhat satiated and won't gorge on the candy and being reasonable about how much of that candy they eat. So, uh, again, having six kids, it's hard to control that as they're walking with a bag full of uh, uh, very sweet items that taste good to them and an uh, 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 interesting array, and they're going to be at risk of getting sick if they eat too much of that. As a father and a doctor, how do you decide as a parent when your child is able to go out with their friends without a parent? It's a difficult question. Uh, and the reason I say that, it partly depends on the neighborhood you're in. Um, it's always very cautious with my kids. Uh, and I, there's different ages that parents will let their children out. Um, it depends on the group they're with, too. Uh, certainly the younger ages, as I think at, by age 12, uh, my kids are starting to ask to go out on their own um, to 14. Um, you know, my youngest now is just turning 14 this year. This will probably be the first year that I'll let her go out with a large group of friends, very well understanding the route they're taking, uh, not going down dark alleys, uh, not going, uh, uh, following a very uh, clear picture. And nice thing is now with some of the phone capabilities, you can actually have, uh, uh, devices that follow those kids, where you can actually uh, follow and see exactly where they are in the neighborhoods. So Rock on with that. I like that idea so that parents can see. You can even, like, maybe, you know, Skype your kids while they're doing it so that you can see exactly where they are. What about as parents giving out candy? Do you want to be the parent on the street that gives out raisins or pencils, or what do you do? No, we we give out typical uh, uh, variety of candy uh, that you'll buy in the store. Um, Again, I think everything in moderation. Um, Certainly there are parents who will give out healthy items. Uh, I think the most important thing that comes across in today's environment, um, unless you really know the household you're getting them from, is people are getting prepackaged, things that are sealed, uh, to assure that indeed uh, those items are safe um, as, as well as you can as opposed to things that may be unwrapped or homemade. So wrap it up for us with this great advice, Dr. Halsteg, for Halloween safety all around for parents and their kids. Um, stay in a group. Make sure that their vision is not impeded by what they're wearing. Uh, keep them with materials, either things that glow on their clothes or glow sticks, flashlights, so they're well lit up as they're uh, moving around the neighborhood, uh, assure that your older kids have a planned route so you know where to find them, and um, eat healthy before they leave the home uh, so that hopefully the kids will be eating candy in moderation while they're having a fun night. Finally, uh, the poison centers are always available 24-7. Their phone number is 1-800-222-1222. And if any questions on candy, cosmetics, please feel free to give them a call. They'd love to talk to you about that for safety reasons. 
Thank you so much for being with us. What a great topic. You're listening to UVA Health Systems Radio. And for more information, you can go to uvahealth.com. That's uvahealth.com. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.